Welcome back to Point of View. Here's part two of my interview. I didn't realize that you had tested positive for COVID-19, so it's nice to hear from personal experience. And so also President Trump, and this ended up getting tagged to the flu and said, hey, look, we don't lock down for the flu. We lose, I think the number used is roughly 100,000 people to the flu roughly per year. Um, again, as a doctor with a medical perspective, your assessment or reaction to comparing COVID with the flu, fair assessment or no? Well, I think there's definitely a comparison to be made. I think that if you actually look at America in terms of influenza-like illness, I think it's typically closer to 40. Epidemiologists believe that we had somewhere around 80. But I think where there is the comparison to be made is the fever, the cough, the achiness, the broad spectrum of, di of symptoms that a person can have. I've had influenza, I've had now COVID-19, and for me, one individual was far less severe than having influenza. Wow. Having said that, I have many patients that I take care of. Now, I probably have three, four dozen patients that have had COVID-19. Some have had blistering. Others uh, thought that they had a little diarrhea fatigue, and it cleared within two or three days. So this COVID-19, is it's an oddball virus in the sense that Influenza has a little bit more of a, if you will, a narrower range of symptoms, while COVID-19 can be all over the map. So based on that, what you've seen for yourself and patients, is, is the, are these lockdowns and masks a solution? Or are we um, maybe not realizing, hey, there's all these ancillary effects, these lockdowns where you've got suicide and drug over? I mean, should there be more of a balance, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. I think there has to be. I think in the initial weeks, and perhaps even the first month, I think everybody wanted to participate in that sort of binary goal of depressing the peak, delaying the surge, so that we could have our hospital and help of estimating how much damage to the human spirit, mm. uh, how many suicides, anxiety, depression, how many delays in diagnosis. I talked to cardiology friends of mine, patients coming in with angina, early coronary vessel disease. They're seeing it later. We're seeing the same thing with the cancer diagnoses. That patient's going to encounter is the fact that they waited longer than they should have. We, I see this virtually every week. So I think we need to realize that there was the best of intent to start living with COVID-19. We're seeing increased number of cases. We're seeing decreased hospitalizations. De this is good news. We don't know that we're going to get to that vaccine. Don't, we certainly don't want to be suspending life and having all this other disease and death occur as an overreaction. We need to focus our protection on the vulnerable. We need to start treatment therapeutics earlier in the course of the disease, either or. You either get better or you wait until you get, once they get to the hospital, they're so frightened that they're going to be told, oh, this, that, and the other treatment possibility, possible intervention, we can't use that because you're too sick now. We need to be able to say, if you're on the third or fourth day of symptoms and you're not getting better, then let's step in and see what we can do. We need to have people prevent, if you will, the extensive problem, vitamin D and zinc, and start to protect and strengthen their immune system. Get out, take a walk every day for five, 10 minutes. We can do a lot more than we've been doing. And I think the fear mongering just- Jensen, thank you for saying that. We had Dr. Burks here in Fargo, as you know, from the White House Corona Task Force. And 
immunology is her thing. And I asked her, I said, hey, system. She basically said, we don't see any correlation between a strengthened immune system and someone getting COVID or not. Your response? Well, I don't want to undermine okay. Dr. Brooks's credibility beyond what she's already undermined on her own. I mean, she was the one who also said that nobody dies with COVID. They die of it, if you will. But I think there's no question that we've had studies done in the military where we know that when people are stressed and ready to fight off disease, there have been some very interesting, they got sick more often. That's Those studies are available for anybody to go find. So the idea that we can't help ourselves, to me, is just irresponsible. We can do a COVID press conference and the woman there that um, deals with vaccines. Maybe I'm missing something here, so help me out. But she made it sound like it was a big win for the. Vincent, as always, probably a little bit more of that interview. So if you want to check it out in its.